Welcome to the Rialto Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Fitzpatrick. If you are a business owner or entrepreneur looking to have a thriving business, you've come to the right place. We cover the best marketing, growth, and business tips sprinkled with a little bit of mindset to keep you motivated. The simplest way to generate more leads. It's not the latest and greatest marketing tactic, and it has nothing to do with trends. It goes much deeper than that. It is strategic. and That is what I'm going to share with you today. I call it lead generation fuel. Hi, I am Tim Fitzpatrick with Rialto Marketing, where we believe you must remove your revenue roadblocks to accelerate growth and marketing shouldn't be difficult. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune in. Super excited to delve into this today. You know, when it comes to lead generation problems, most people jump right into tactics. I'm not generating enough leads. I need to do more of what I'm already doing, or I need to do something else, right? We're all, and oftentimes, you might be looking for a silver bullet, right? That's just going to change everything. And that just doesn't exist. It just it just does not. The truth is lead generation is difficult because something in your strategy is missing. It's off. It's out of alignment. Okay. Your marketing vehicles that you're using do not have the fuel they need to get where they want to go. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to walk you through a three-step process. Again, this is very strategic that you can take prior to just jumping right into tactics. Or if you're using tactics, but they're not working very well, take a step back and go through this three-step process. I promise you, you will, it, it, you will just, the information that you glean from this will be absolutely invaluable. So here are the three steps. And I'm going to keep this fair, fairly high level. Um, if you have comments, questions, concerns from this episode, please do not hesitate to reach out. You can do that over at our website, rialtomarketing.com. The first step is I want you to survey or interview your ideal clients. Okay, everything from from a marketing standpoint starts with your target market and who your ideal clients are. Okay, we're not trying to attract everybody. We wanna hone in on those people that we can help most, that we love working with, that we're getting great results for, okay? So you don't need to reinvent the wheel. Okay, if you're an existing business, you've been working with, with clients, you've got current clients, past clients, that's the best place to start. And I always recommend you start by looking at that group and asking yourself the three power questions. Who do you love working with? Who are your most profitable clients? And who are you getting great results for? If you can work with people like that day in, day out, how much better is your business going to be? You're going to love who you're working with. You're going to be making money and you're going to be getting great results for them, which means you're going to retain them and they're going to want to refer you to other people. Okay. So once you ask yourself the three power questions, it's that subgroup that you're going to want to survey or interview, right? You want to start to look for commonalities within that group. So that you can really start to understand within that group, who are the ideal people okay, that you want to attract? I interviewed somebody on, my, on, on the podcast 
a while back that actually went through this process. This was probably four or five years ago that he went through the process. But when he went through this process, they realized that over half of their clients were in the healthcare space. And the consultant that they were working with was like, why are, why are you not going all in on healthcare? And, you know, just having that visibility and asking that question got them to just go, gosh, yeah, why are we not doing that? And when they shifted, when they made that shift and went all in and to focus on the healthcare space, things changed for them dramatically. Okay. So look, this is not some theoretical eye in the sky thing. This process works. Um, so when you survey or interview them, and by the way, I think interviewing them is probably the best thing to do. Surveying them, if you do survey, you're going to want to keep the survey short, sweet, and to the point. Nobody wants to fill out a 20-minute survey. So if you do survey, you know, keep it to three to five questions and gather what you can. Um, I think interviews will be where you get the best information. But what we are trying to understand in doing this is... What was the buying journey like, you know, from the moment they realized they had this problem that they needed to solve all the way through buying, doing repeat business, doing referral business? What's that process like? What steps are they taking? What, you know, what are their thoughts as they work through this process? We want to understand that. We want to know what their aspirations are. Like, why are they doing this? What were the problems or the main problem that they hoped to solve? We want to understand all of that and we want to hear it in their language. Because when we can use their language in our marketing, that's what's going to resonate with them. So that's the first step. Once we're done with that, the second step is we need to analyze the information. We need to look at the data and look for commonalities, what feedback is really standing out. And then once we take that data, analyze it and pull out that valuable information, the third thing we want to do is we want to update our marketing messaging to reflect what we've now learned. And if I can give you a couple different just quick tips on marketing messaging, we want to focus the message on our ideal clients, not us. They don't care about us. What they care about is what we can do for them. How can we help them solve this particular problem they have and help them get from where they currently are to where they want to be? We want to talk more about them than us. The second thing is we want to focus that message on the problems they have and don't want and the results or the outcomes that they want and don't have. Okay, very simple at a high level, right? Focus on the message on them and talk about the problems they have and don't want and the results they want and don't have. And you can you and you can communicate that in their language once you've completed steps 1 and 2. Once you complete this, okay, what are the benefits in actually going through this process? One, I already touched on this. It's fuel for the marketing vehicles you use. 
When you're not armed with this information, you don't have fuel for the vehicles. And we all know vehicles don't work well without fuel. Second, it's going to help you increase the quality and the quantity of leads. You're going to be speaking to a much more direct audience, and your message is going to resonate with that audience, which is going to increase the quality of your leads and the quantity of your leads. And the third thing that's going to happen is it's going to help you increase the lifetime value of a client, right? Because you are speaking to and attracting the best clients for you. Remember what I touched on in step one, you're going to be attracting those clients that you love working with, you are highly profitable, and you do great work for. When you do great work for people, they're not going to want to go anywhere. They are going to stay with you longer, which increases the lifetime value of that client. So the three steps to creating lead generation fuel. Once again, just to summarize this, you're going to survey or interview your ideal clients. You're going to analyze the information that you gather from that. Look for commonalities. Look for the best information, the best details that you've gathered that you can use. And then the third step is you're going to update your marketing messaging. So I hope you found this helpful. Again, this is very strategic. It is not tactical, but you've got to focus on strategy before tactics if you want your marketing to work consistently and you want it to be repeatable over time. So I hope you found this helpful. If you've got questions, you want to delve into this deeper and you need insights on your business specifically, jump on over to rialtomarketing.com, book a free discovery call with me. I'd be happy to chat with you. The other free tool we've got for you is over at revenueroadblockscorecard.com. When we work with clients, we help them remove the revenue roadblocks that are in their way so they can grow faster. There are nine common revenue roadblocks. If you want to know which of the nine are slowing down your growth right now, you can do that over at revenueroadblockscorecard.com. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you found this helpful. Until next time, take care. Thank you for listening to the Rialto Marketing Podcast. If you'd like to learn more about us and how we help businesses grow or simply check out the show notes, visit us on the web at www.rialtomarketing.com. That's www.rialtomarketing.com.